Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oi, oi, oi. Three points in the gaff. It's Mancunian boys. Pundit J, myself. J, and no, I'm starting again, lad. Sorry, one sec. It's okay. <laughs> one sec. Don't blame me, man. Seriously. Yo, Mike, yo, stop it, bro. Who's bright eyes to do this podcast, Pundit? What were we thinking? Oh, my, all right, all right, all right. Check it, check it. Oi, 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 it's three points in the gaff. It's your Mancunian boys. Me, myself, Pundit J, United fan J Motty, and City fan mm, Mike's. You know what I mean? Live and direct from the greatest footballing city on the earth. Bringing you the realness, you know what I'm saying, from both sides of the city. But listen, Manchester, what's going on? Hey, hey, it was Derby Day, you get me? The sun was out. Blues, reds, dogs, cats, everyone was involved. You get me? Listen, I woke up early. I was visualising all sorts in my brain, you know what I mean? But listen, there's a City fan. Most City fans were rattled in the week, you know what I mean? But listen, I met one guy. Let me tell you something, he was different, you know what I mean? Because a lot of them were nervous. But they're not nervous anymore, right? They're dancing on Ashton New Road outside the Etihad. They're all bouncing in Bezik. So do you know what? Let's get going. Listen, hey, lock off the music. It's time to get serious. Let me tell you something, yeah. I woke up early, as I said. I had my little fruit shake and skunk and all that. Do you know what I mean? I was in good spirits. Then I went to the shop dinner. And I bumped into one guy who's telling me, yo, we're going to smack you lot up today. I thought, my, but already it's 10 o'clock in the morning. Do you know what I mean? But I had to put up with it. I nearly knocked his tea cakes out his hand and all that. But it is what it is. And we cracked on, didn't it? And the derby got underway, 4.30 p.m. Morty, I didn't want to be here, innit? Like, obviously, you know why, innit? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mike's, Mike's was here early and all that. Do you know what I mean? Messaging hard. Yo, you man ready? I weren't ready. No one was ready. But you know what? We're here, aren't we? So we're going to have to get on with it. So people... We're going to dive straight in. You know how we do. We get serious and we speak the truth. Mike's, I've got to come to you first, Anna. Flipping out. Blue half of Manchester. Living it up. 4 1. At home at the Etihad. I don't even want to speak to you because I've not spoke to you all week. And here we are doing a podcast. So, bro, you must be over the moon, innit? I'll tell you what, yeah. There's no greater feeling than, than, than winning on that. Really. I think. I've said it before on this podcast because obviously we've, we've had one before and, and done it before this season. <laughs> so, you know, there's, 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 no, there's, no, there's no better feeling. And like you say, the, to do it in the fashion we've done it, I, I just can't... I, I, I am over the blue moon, as you said, Pundit. It was fantastic. You know, mm. there's there some individual performances out there. Um, like, we're going to get into it. We are going to get into it because, like I said, you know, a few things came up last week. I think the quote from yourself, Pundit, was Go on. that Go on. state of affairs that Jack Green can't come off the bench. Ah. And I was saying to you, just, 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 just give it time. He was coming back from injury. He played 90 minutes in the week there in the FA Cup, brought one out the air, put it in, delightful <laughs> Pundit. You know, you know, type of football you don't see at your place, you know. It was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic. Mike, hey, Mike. Then Pep, the end on a minute. Then Pep. Go on, go on. Trusted in him and thought, we'll have some more of that. Stuck him out there again today. 
And let's just be honest, Pundit, we absolutely pummeled that side. It was, get out the fullback. <laughs> Riyad Mahrez could have sat in the Colin Bell stand with the rest of the lads. And I'd be <laughs> off in that first half. We were just going down that right-hand side, that left-hand side constantly. So I'll, I'll accept your apology about Jack Grealish. You know, it weren't a sad state of affairs. He was being arrested for today. And boy, did he turn up today. Hey, listen, we need to send you to Parliament because you've become Greenish's main cheerleader all of a sudden. Do you get me? One minute you were on him and now, and, now, and now listen to But you know what? Yeah, I don't blame him. You're damn right, Mike. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into it. So let's start, right? Because obviously we know City have got, have got a good team. We kind of know their place. Sterling was left out. Greenish was put in. Did that surprise you? Yes, it did. I, 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 called, I think last week I said my front three would have been Mares, Foden, and Sterling, I thought that that's just how it is on current form. Um, mm. So yeah, I was a bit surprised to see that. But you know, we're playing a team that you know are going to cause as much of a threat. You know, and to be fair, I, I, I spoke to a couple of I, I fans before the game. To be fair, um, mm. and see what they were like. Actually, they wanted Greenish to start because they felt uh, Wan Bazaka's got the better of Sterling in some of those games, some of them tussles and. The whole pace game's not quite cutting it, so they wanted something different out there. And for me, yeah. it would have been folding on that side. But um, but they said, nah, nah, the future should go with Greenish. And not not for me, but Pep's gone that way. And yeah, he was instrumental in that first goal. And he was he was making Juan Bazaka have a, a footballing thinking game. And that's uh. not that's not what he does. He, he's, he's all about the the, the athletic and the, the, the tussle and bustle. And you know, when you have to think about the thing, he struggles with yeah. that. Like a, nah, few, I hear you. like a few on that team of yours. Now, nah, I hear you. Obviously, we know <laughs> why. We're going to get into Wan-Bissaka and all. He's bungling and jungling around around the pitch and all that. But let, let me go to you, Motty, yeah? Because we saw United's lineup and there was no uh, Ronaldo. Uh, awfully quiet over there, bro. Oh, <laughs> do you know what? This is, this is everything that could have gone wrong today has done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but Motty, let me ask you, bro. Right? I, 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 lads, I'm so happy we're all here together. Seriously. <laughs> I'm so happy. Go on, go on, hey, go on. this guy needs arresting, you know. We need to arrest him, yo, Motty, because this is hey, hey, you know hey, you know time, time I said to you, Pundit, like, oh, do you know what, Pundit, me and you should do a podcast together, you know. We should do something about yeah. Manchester United, like, maybe City as well. And you said, yeah. oh, yeah, I've got a City fan we can do that with. That's the worst yeah. conversation I've ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, trust me. I don't even know why I brought him in. Do you know something? Yeah, check it now, obviously. Now, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about United, though, because Ronaldo yeah. was dropped, yeah. And then, obviously, then they were saying he was injured. Then people were saying, nah, he just got vets and didn't want to play. Then Ralph's telling us he's got something wrong with his pension hip and all that. Like, what? what's going on? What, what, what's, what's going on with Ronaldo? Because the fan base were ready to kill Martial when there was talk of him not wanting to play and things like that. Like, is he injured or what? Your guess is as good as mine. It does seem a little bit suspicious that a player that's not been injured for so long and been available for every game all of a sudden is injured. But, mm. you know, he's, he is 37 years old, so it's not beyond the realms of possibility that he's picked up a knock in training. I think the more yeah. frustrating one for me was the Cavani one because, it, again, it wasn't he's injured. It was he's not, he's told us he doesn't feel right. You know, Ralph Radnick came out, and I'm paraphrasing, but, but basically said he looked good in training, but he says he's not quite ready. And you think he's not ready for the derby when we need him. When's, when is he going to be ready? This is a guy yeah. that, you know, we sing his name on the terraces constantly, and he never mm. plays. And then we're going into the game with, you know, Anthony Alanga, as I like the kid, but a 19-year-old, relatively unproven. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. He's still quite unproven, Alanga. Starting in a game against Manchester City, then you've got, you know, you're out, you're without an out and out striker, you're giving yeah. yourself all to do. So it's a little bit disappointing when I looked at the team and realized, or I looked at the squad and realized that, you know, there's no Cavani, there's no, uh, yo, there's no Ronaldo as well. We might have to start calling Edison Cavani, Edison Glazer, mate. He's robbing the club, innit? Do you know what I mean? Because what, how's he not playing? Do you know what I mean? Listen, I don't, I, I don't mind a player like, I know he's 34, yeah. Players pick up knocks, players have to manage themselves. I understand all that, but there's no, um, coincidence that both Ollie and Ralph, when they talk about Edison Cavani, yeah, they don't say he's injured. They say he's told us he's not ready. He's told us he's not fit. He's told us he's not up to this one. So it's like he's saying, mm. nah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ready for this one. And it's it keeps happening week in, week out. And you have to look at it and go, I get annoyed with the club, right? Because when we signed Edison Cavani, right, we signed a player that was the fourth highest scorer in Europe in the last top year, in the last 10 years, sorry. 
across all leagues. He was behind, I think, um, Lewandowski, Ronaldo and Messi. Then it was Cavani. But there was a reason he was a free agent. He was a free agent right up until deadline day. No one came in for him because of his injury problems. They thought, you can't rely on him. We took that gamble and that gamble hasn't paid off. And it's indicative of the club, man. When we, you know, we, we do these things, we sign these players without a proper foresight and we pay the price for it. Do you know what, mate? Just, just, just on that, um, Ronaldo, do you know what? The Etihad is a scary place to go. This is horrible already. We've only just started. They're experienced guys, Cavani and, and Ronaldo. Very experienced guys. And I'll tell you now, I want us to be part of that. I don't want to be part of that. You know, when you're out there and you're thinking, he probably thought, you know what? The Sue ain't going to come out. Let's just park it this week. And that I give it a miss. Give it a miss this week because we're not going to see the suit, you know, and all that nonsense. There. But, it is, but on a serious note, though, it is a bit weird that so late in the day that something like that's cropped up. I, I found that I weren't surprised about Cavani. Yeah, yeah, but Mike, though, when you when you seen the lineup, United's lineup, and thought, oh, no Ronaldo involved, was you worried a bit, or was you thinking, Rav, that's good for? Because I thought personally that would have went against City, innit? Because obviously. A lot more man that can play up top that have got better movement than Ronaldo at 37 years old. So when you seen that, was you thinking, oh, they're gonna put Rashford through the middle? Who's gonna turn our defense? Or Milango? Boom, boom, boom. Or was you all right with that? All right, okay. So the first part of that you got right. Let's calm down. So I was, <laughs> I was going, I was, I thought. Mm. Now I'll be honest with you. I thought the port would have gobbled up Ronaldo for breakfast meat. To be honest with you, like you say, just because of the mobility thing, I just thought not a problem. So when he weren't out, I, I, I weren't. Worried about Rashford doing what you just tried to describe, then, but I did think <laughs> the, the pace may catch us on the break. Um, at, at, at times, whereas I thought Ronaldo, he won't be he won't be executing that press um, as well as some of the younger guys, and he, he won't be getting away from anyone in our back four. Um, so mm. I was a little bit gutted to hear that he weren't going to be involved because actually, yeah. like, when he's on the pitch, when you just lose derbies, to be honest, with you, it's a nice it sends a nice <laughs> feeling through the body. Yeah, you joke about this, in yeah. But obviously now, like we're talking about lineups and things like that, and that. So you was happy with your team then, yeah? With the, with, the, with the way Pep set set his team out, set his stall out. All the components like were in the right, were in the right, right place for you then, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For me, as like I said, apart, apart from obviously the, the greedy thing we spoke about, I probably would have gone with Sterling. But in hindsight, I don't think Sterling's had too many great games against United anyway. Um, yeah. So. And so there's something different there was probably an option. But yeah, the midfield exactly where Bernardo played, exactly where I wanted him. And as I said, Rodri and KDB were in there as well. And obviously the front line, I wanted Mares back in there because he's not played a, um, a few games back to back there. Pep been resting him, but I wanted him back in there and he came back in and like you see, smashed one in the top bin and put one in the bottom corner. Delightfully, what, what a goal that was, by the way. Are we going to get into the goals? Um, you know, because I can't yeah. Really get it. Go, go fantastic. Yeah, don't you? Yeah, hang on, you. Hold your corner, you lad. You get me? Like, we know, you know what I mean? We know, we know, we know, we know you've been dancing on Dean's Gate and all that. But listen, yeah, we're getting there, we're getting there. But listen, first half, obviously, I thought United did all right, to be quite honest with you. Do you know what I mean? But I don't think it was the greatest performance, but I thought, do you know what? It looks like when they win the ball back, there's something going on up, 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 up top. And obviously, after City scored from their first, from their first shot, I couldn't believe what I was. What I thought, come on, man. Do you know what I mean? City have had the ball. They've not really done much with it. The first time they go into United's box and all that, the ball's the ball's in the back of the net. Teller's sleeping on the back post and all that. Do you know what I mean? It just worked good enough. But KDB's KDB and our clock KDB. Do you know what? I was watching him closely. He was picking up little pockets of space. He wasn't really getting too much involved at times. But when it was time for him to get involved, damn right was he involved. Do you know what I mean? And he opened the scoring. The Etihad went crazy and all that. And it is what it is. Do you know what I'm saying? But I don't know how... how how you found the first half, Marty? Do you know what? The first half, I wasn't that disappointed with. Yes, there was the both goals were a comedy of errors by our defence. Yeah. People diving in, missing the ball, not clearing it properly. Poor pass for the second goal, I think, from Elanga, let's say, up. And then Lindelof's got to do better on folding. Maguire doesn't cover himself in glory. So you look at it, you go, collectively, it's not good enough. But I felt we were in the game. We were showing something. You know, Fred had a chance. Sancho had another chance. And obviously, Sancho gets a very good goal as well on the counter. A well-taken goal. It's great to see him. Nice little sort of muted celebration. Just a little shrug. I liked all that. So you're thinking, OK, second half, come out. We're still in this game. Do you know what I mean? We've turned mm. up. 
And then the second half, which I know we'll get into that in a bit, was a completely different story. And that is everything I can't be doing with about this, this team at times, just not showing up. But first half, I think I always expect City to come at us, especially the Etihad. Player for player, they've got the better team. There's no disputing that. But I thought we sort of, in our little battles, matched them for a lot of that first half. Not completely, but for a lot of it. And we were looking all right for, you know, for, for the second half. I thought, OK, we can we can build on this. We can do things. Get more Pogba on the ball more. Get Sancho on the ball more. Bruno, stop trying to do some Hollywood pass every time. Keep it simple mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll give ourselves a fighting chance. So after the first half, I wasn't like, oh, this is amazing because it was still one goal down, but we were in it. We were showing a bit of fight. We were showing a bit of spirit. We were showing some good little patterns of play. So I was... Relatively satisfied, I think, is how I describe it after that first half. Not buzzing, but yeah, I thought of it. Yeah, because I thought if United got that final pass correct, yeah, they could have been in behind City's defence a few more times. Like you like like you've mentioned, didn't it? I've just felt it faulted sometimes in the final in the final ball or whatever, whether that was from Bruno Pogba or whoever it was. You know, what I mean Sancho's goal, I like that goal. He sent Roger to the to, to the Trafford Centre, do you know what I mean? Sent sent it in there for a drink and all that, like, slotted it in, in, in the bottom corner. It was a good goal, do you know what I mean? But then Sancho Sancho had another chance though, didn't he? And it's all about efficiency. And when you get those chances against City, you've got to take them because if you don't take them, because you're not going to get many in it. And you know what City are like, do you know what I mean? Once they start playing keep ball and all that, you won't see the ball again for five minutes. So it is what it is, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But for City, I thought, obviously, at half-time, it was a it was a decent half from them at home, in a sense, because obviously, United didn't take the game away from them. United didn't, didn't, didn't look like they were going to win 4-0 or anything, just that United was keeping themselves in the game, do you know what I mean? But, it is what it is, and then second half came along and all hang that. Hang on, hang on, hang on, mm. pundit. Just, just a couple of missing out a few things in that first half there. Uh, <laughs> just, 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 right, I'll tell there you what go. I enjoyed about the first half. Like, say, did you get, well, first of all, before I get into that, were you guys happy with your starting line? I think for the players available, I thought that was almost what it, all he could do, really. Well, maybe, angle, was you happy with maybe, that? I, I, Rashford's thought, you know, I've said this every, I think I say it every week, his form's fallen off a cliff. So hey. I don't know. I don't know if if you know if if playing him starting him at the Etihad is the answer to that. I think Alanga is just in a bit of a bit of a better rate of vein of form, so it kind of makes sense. Maybe the low for for Wambasaka, but then you think Wambasaka tends to do well. I know he didn't at Old Trafford, but historically has done well against Manchester City. So it kind of all made sense to me because you've got no Varane. So what are you going to do defensively? You know you're limited in your centre backs. You've got no Cavani. You've got no Ronaldo. So I thought with the players at his disposal. I wasn't happy with the fact certain players were missing, but I thought Ralph picked a team that I, I kind of expected him to pick. Yeah, but the thing is, the Rashford, he's on shaky ground, Rashford, you know. You know, so in, in the last 12 months, he lost his left wing space to Pogba. Then he came back from injury and lost it to Sancho. And now he can't get in the team ahead of Ilanga. It's serious times. I don't know what United are trying to say to him and what, what he needs to do, but it's very shaky at the moment. Do you know what I mean? We spoke yeah. about it last week. He's going to have to dig himself out, out, out the ground because he's not 17 years old anymore now. He's coming into his, what? 25th birthday you know this year, so serious times for Because he's got this, you know, there's this four players that have, you know, Marshall's got Marshall's gone out alone. Greenwood's obviously not available. Cavani was injured. Ronaldo was injured. And Marcus still doesn't start in a derby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that shows you. Yeah. That shows you where he's at at the minute. So you know, I'll tell you what. I tell you what was interesting for me in that first half. So obviously we got well, we that that's the, the attacking side of it. But Phil Ford was taking Harry Maguire for a walk around the pack for for last spell. I tell you what, hey, hey, I see Maguire trying to sumo wrestling, 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 folding, you know. I thought, what's going on? He's fighting, man, in the boxing ring. Listen, I see Maguire, he was doing that thing. You're absolutely bang on there, Mike. So we'll give you that because Folding's little touch and technique was said, hey, listen, man, why I look like a lump trying trying to catch the whiz kid and all that? Do you know what I mean? It weren't happening. But it is what it is, isn't it? We know what Folding's quality is about. He has got quality. And Ronaldo, I mean, sorry, like, like Maguire just couldn't, he couldn't really you know deal what, with though, it. Right. You, you're right. To a certain degree, but I think there's times when your midfield have got to help out. Like I seen Foden, like he was getting into the box, and there's time when Maguire's sort of drifting out wide or, or Foden's dr- pulling back to midfield. And I don't mind that, yeah, you're keeping him away from, from the, 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 the goal. But then no one's jumping in, no one's filling in that position that he's left where he's left the gap, or none of the midfielders are getting involved. You look at Rodri and the protection he offers that city back four, it's invaluable. You look at our midfield, it's non existent. And Maguire, you know, he's got his faults, don't get me wrong. But he's not helped by the situation he's in as well. When yeah. you've got a goalkeeper who does nothing behind you, other than, you know, at one point he's just giving the ball back to City all the time. He was in the Behave yourself. And then, in the, in, and then you've also got a midfielder that doesn't help you. So whilst Maguire did, deserves some criticism, I think you've got to look at the players around him as well and say, you know what, 
he's on a bit of a hiding to nothing at times because it's just not you not know it's your, it's your, what is it your fourth manager fifth manager McFred is is <laughs> they are amazing actually they're never gonna go I think yo that's it, it is that is your midfield for the next just settling lads for the ride for the next four or five years listen don't set him off about McFred, right, Mike? Hey. He's on about, he was on about McFred when we were winning games at the Etihad, let alone when we're losing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I've been banging on about these two for how long, do you know what I mean? Everybody knows. But listen, yeah, today, obviously, we switched it up a bit and we've got a few opinions from different people in the city. You know how we do, you know what I mean? We like to involve everyone and that. So, um, yeah, we've got a United fan here. Ings, so, uh, listen to what his, his opinion on, on, the whole, on the whole game was, yeah? Check this. Yeah. Bro, the best way to explain it really is just like levels got shown. That's that's gotta be the assessment, bro. I thought, truthfully, I thought we were United were good in the first half, thought we were good. We set some traps, we were winning the ball high, we created some good attacking opportunities. Sancho's goal was top 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 class. Um and I thought we were good. But from the second half onwards, bro, those levels kicked in and, and the best way to explain it has gotta be this. City sub on Gundawan at 3-1. And he'd probably be our best midfielder. United subbed off Pogba. And I don't think we completed a pass afterwards. And that's just the levels, bro. If you watch Scott McTominay for five minutes and you watch Rodri for five minutes, you understand what's going on with the two clubs and why it is how it is. So that's all I can really say, bro. I didn't, I didn't come into the game expecting a lot. I thought we were decent in the first half, second half, terrible. And City were top draw. That's all you can really say. Yeah, so do you know what I mean? That's that's what it is. That's all you can really see. And from what you're seeing there, the levels the levels are totally different. And we're talking about midfielders as as it is, and the difference in that second half with City's midfield and United's midfield is just completely it's completely polar opposites. And that's when you talk about guys. Uh, go on, Mike. Now I was gonna say, what did you, what did you think of that substitution? I'll be honest with you. That's what I thought it was a wrap. Me. Yeah. I, I don't know, what? I don't know. You think it's a little bit like. I don't know if, if there's something going on with Popper and, and this 60, 60 odd minute thing. It seems to happen quite a lot, regardless. Do you know what mm. I mean? I don't know whether there is a like a, you're trying to manage him a bit better or whatever. It does seem odd because we haven't got another game now until Spurs. And mm. I personally want to see Paul Pogger on the pitch. And I don't think he, you know, I mean, the, the bar was pretty low, but I don't think he was one of our worst players. So it did surprise me a little bit because I always think he's got one in him where, you know, he, he can produce something, he can do something, he wants the ball all the time. So it, it did surprise me a little bit, but it surprised me when he did it against Leeds as well. Do you know what I mean? Because he did the same thing there. I think he did the same against Atletico. He seems to do it quite a lot. Um, so that's why I think, I don't know if it's managing him because he's not 100%. I don't know. It just, it, it was, yeah, it, it, it wasn't it, it wasn't something I'd have done and it certainly didn't make any, it didn't have any positive effects on the game whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hear that. And it, it, it's one of them, in it? Like United just couldn't get a grip grip of the football and we all know in it when you're playing City you don't have the ball City are going to have the ball and they're going to move it two touch three touch and that's what I saw going on do you know what I mean and they dominated to the point where United didn't have an attempt on goal do you know what I mean in the second half in a derby you can't go into a derby and not have an attempt on on goal now this isn't the first match that we've seen United give up it happened at Old Trafford I've not forgot about that I've not that hasn't left my brain do you get me the same way the 6-1 didn't leave my brain cells either but the thing is, is that as Manchester United are trying to go forward, they're planning what? Ralph's are interim. They want a new manager. They bought, spent all this money. They've spent all this money built and built what? What have they built? They've built nothing to the point where they can't even go down the road to face the rivals, turn up, apply themselves, play well and get out of there. Do you know what I mean? Now, Oli had a good record against City at the Etihad. But the difference is, is that the way he played at the Etihad is different to what this team's built for now. This team's a mixed bag. One minute it was a count, proper counter-attacking team where you went to the Etihad and you sat back and you broke out and you sprung out. You had your athletes up front, Daniel James, Anthony Martial, Marcus Rashford. They're all not playing for Manchester United no, no more as such. They don't play together anymore. James is at Leeds, Martial's in Spain and Rashford's on the bench. This is a different setup. So when you're going to go to the Etihad and, and, and do... It's no surprise to me, do you understand me, that, that, that it happens. And so I don't, I don't know where... I don't know how... United go forward with this in it because right about now, yeah, it's not working in it, and they're gonna have to, like we've always said for weeks on here, they have to sort out the structure, they have to sort out the recruitment, they have to sort out the players, and they have to sort out the tactics and philosophy, do you know what I mean, and strategy of play. Otherwise, we're gonna see a lot more of this. 
Because people think, oh, yeah, 10 years, boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah, 12 years in, yeah, we'll sort it. Nah, mate, it can easily get to 30. Easy, quick. Because I tell you what, since Fergie was there and won that last title, it's got to 2022. Very flipping quick. Do you get me? So it's it is what it is. Isn't it? You're right, you're right, Pundit. You know, I remember when we first won the league in 1993, the Premier League. Yeah. My dad, my dad and his mates, yeah, they were all in tears. And I was like, what have I, my, my dad, he was a hardened football man, you know, that used to go to the game home and away and have a little bit of yeah. trouble now and again. And I was like, what are they getting all emotional for? Because they'd watched Liverpool win everything for 26 yeah. years. They'd not seen United win a league since they were like six or seven years old. And you think, oh, yeah. I, don't know. I watched United winning, we, you know, almost every season thinking, oh, that'll never be us. Laughing at the yeah. Scousers and all that. Of course it can happen. You're right. It can. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We're, it's going to be, ten, we're not going to win a league next year. Let's have it right. So it's going to be 10 years since we won the title. And then that can easily become 20 or 30. So United need to address the fundamentals, not just the manager, the other things we've spoken about. Because it feels like now we're further away from winning a title than we've ever been. Yeah. You know what? just reminded me. I forgot Ronaldo played in that first game. I'll tell you what, his hip probably thought about it as well. No chance <laughs> by turning up. No chance <laughs> by turning up for another one of them. I'll tell you what. This guy, man. Yo, he's not gonna stop today. He's not gonna stop. But listen, you know what, yeah, man? you gotta take, you gotta take your medicine on David Day, but it don't make it any easier, man. I was like, oh my god, right? <laughs> I'll check it. Yeah, don't take it. Don't make it any easier. But listen, let's hear a city dangle on this. Do you know what I mean? Big up Imran, City fan, supports the Blues through thick and thin. So let's let's hear, let's hear what he thought about the derby. Yeah, getting what a performance by Man City. As soon as Pep put out his team sheet today, I just knew it that it was going to be a comfortable game. Bernardo back in midfield, where I think is his best position. This is where he should be playing all the time. Mares back on the right. And Grealish playing in a position where Sterling probably has struggled previously against United. I thought Grealish could physically cause Van Bissaka some problems. And you know what? It just panned out exactly how I you know, was hoping that it pan out. So, yeah, it was a brilliant performance by Man City today. Three points and, you know what, top of the league. And we've got this buffer again. Hopefully, bring on the next next game now, which is Palace away. Yeah, so he's 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 ready for Palace away already. Do you get me? It's what it is. You know, what I mean, it was three points for City, and Im- Imran's right in it. Do you know what I mean? Like it was a brilliant performance from from City, mainly in the second half. Do you know what I'm saying? So Mike's like, was there anything in the game that you, that 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 you didn't like? I'm not sure you can find something that you did like in a four-one win in a derby, but I'm sure you can though. Yeah, no, 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 no. Listen, any derby win, it's, it's a fantastic from start to finish. But just sort of back onto Imran's point there about starting Greenish on that. Do you guys feel like we we targeted that side of the pitch? Um, did you did you get that sense? Just like that a bit, bro. It was like on the ball out there and let's was... just attack this kid. And it, it, it was shown. Cool. I mean, I see Basaka do something in that first half. And he nearly fell over on the edge of our box. <laughs> bro, 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 I've been seeing this for time, bro. Yeah, Do you get me? I've been seeing this Wambasaka business, bro. Grealish was taking him for a walk because it was a brain game, as you said earlier. That's what it was, not it? And it is what it is. Wambasaka against Sterling, they'll mark Sterling all day long. Sterling will try and knock it and run past him. That's 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 bread and water to what to what Wambasaka. When he's got to start thinking about his body angle and his body shape because a man's receiving the ball on a different angle. It's a whole different game. It's about brains and footwork. And he hasn't got the brains and and and, and, and footwork for it. Go on, Marty. We saw it in the, the, the game at Old Trafford. I think Foden was on the left rather than Sterling. And mm. Foden was causing Wambasaka all sorts of problems. He kept sort of cutting in. He kept sort of, you know, not just cutting in, going down the line and cutting in, but picking up the ball yeah. earlier and then going moving into the centre. Just confusing him. You know, like Wambasaka, you could see he didn't know whether to come, whether to stay, what to do. And he's lot, he's, he felt more com- he always feels more comfortable, doesn't he, when you're trying to go out the outside of him and he can just fly into it and what and whatnot. But yeah, you targeted Mike. You tar- City targeted us straight away. You could see that. And what annoyed me was there was no like reaction from United. There was no they're hammering this right hand side. Wambasaka's in all sorts of trouble. What are we gonna do about it? Let's help him out. Let's let's you know alleviate some of that pressure. I saw Anthony Alanga trying his best at, 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 at the right back spot. And at one point, he shouted at Wambasaka to come closer, you know, when I've got the ball. Come closer to yeah. me, help me out. And I just feel like there's no... I don't like using things like passion and leadership and effort because they're just platitudes that people always go to, especially in England. But at some point, they are right. 
And you do need someone at the back four to get a grip of that and go, right, okay, we've got to help this kid out here or we've got to do something about it. Because you were just getting so much joy down our right-hand side, down your left-hand side. It was like every time you went down there, I thought you were going to score. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, if it, it's all right being good slide tackling and 1v1 and all that, but he's not even offering anything going forward. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There was an opportunity I saw in the first half where he could have whipped, whipped in across. He decided not to. He checked and passed backwards, and he oh, does that a I lot. Because that. He, I saw do you know, that, yeah. yeah, yeah, bro. Did you see it? Do you know what I mean? Because he's not yeah. he's not confident on the ball, isn't it? And today, he got taken for a run by Grealish. He was superb, by the way. Do you know what I mean? So it is what it is, and I don't know. United fans have been watching this for a time. Like, I think at the beginning, there was a bit of hype about Wambasak because he was doing well at Palace in a defensive team and all that. And he came in and people got hyped about him. But when you just watch basic fundamentals of a right-back, of a general footballer in general, he just doesn't have the minerals for it, in it. Do you know what I mean? You know what, as well, Pundit, it annoys me. Because you're right, he was stinking today, he was. And I don't take any pleasure in saying that. I don't like digging players out, but you've got to call it as you see it. But what annoys me as well, I feel like this is like uh, other players showing responsibility. Like, seeing players giving him the ball and he's surrounded. And then he's just sort of leaving him to it. You know, like, oh, that's his problem now. Well, you mm. think you've got, you've got to take some responsibility yourselves as well. And there's none of that. It's almost like, oh, no, he's, you know, that's, that's, let him deal with that on his own sort of thing. I've seen Lindelof do it a couple of times and I think... This team, it's just lacking that. It's lacking someone who can say, do you know what? This isn't good enough, right? We're going to help him out. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. There's none of that. And it was just almost like throw him under the bus at times because he was having a stinker. City were exploiting it. No one was helping him out. It was just a complete mess. And, it, you know, maybe, I don't like to criticise Ralph Radnick and I think he's done a good job since he's come in, but maybe he should have reacted it to it as well because he didn't really do much about it either, tactically. But why, but why is he leaving out Delo though? Delo the, the was that's... playing all right. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I don't understand. Would you would you have brought on the low for, for for what you were seeing from from Wan Bissaka? I would have started the low from the off. Yeah. Me, yeah, yeah, I would have he, started the low from the off. Even he, he's, he's been playing all right. I think, yeah, I think he would have enjoyed himself against Grealish. To be quite honest with you, Do you know what I mean? There's nothing that I don't see Grealish as this. How can I put it? This this whiz kid type player. That's you know what I mean. Like it is what it is. A good player, but I don't I don't think like he would have gave the low like more horrendous problems than he gave. Wamba Saka, do you, you know, know what I mean? Do you know, do you know what yeah, it is? The, well, the thing is, the thing is on just on, on that point. Obviously, mm. I, I, I hear your point. Um, you know about um, you may feel that some of your fullbacks would have been fair with the game, but it was a team thing. I mean, we've not even started talking about the second half yet. You, you didn't touch it. It was a stat that came up yet in that second half. Where it was like ninety two percent possession. Ninety two percent over fifteen minutes. It came up. It went in the last fifteen minutes, right? City have had ninety three percent possession. Now me and Mike were talking before we went we went live and that before we start recording. Sorry, that basically means City have got the ball all the time. The only time we had it was when we were taking goal kicks. Is what it's saying, isn't it? Really, <laughs> that's like no team has hundred percent because it's sooner or later you shoot and then it's the keeper's ball. That is what mm. it's more or less saying, and that is just unbelievable to me. Like, so, yeah. not even so have like, at least ten percent. All, all the listeners want to know for that fifteen minutes. Yeah. Where was the press? What happened to me? <laughs> yeah, what happened to it? Yo, Mike, I'll be honest with you, by that point, yeah, your United players were done. They were out of there mentally. And that's a disgrace in itself. But they were out of there, bro. Them man were at home in the shower. That's what they were doing, bro. They weren't playing ball, bro. They weren't interested in pressing. A man was running three yards and then giving up. I was watching him closely. Do you get me? A man was sprinting for three yards, then stopped and thought, nah, Forget this. Do you know what I mean? Like, City are going to pass, pass the ball to the left. But that's what City can do. They can break his spirit with the ball. Pass the ball. The ball does the work. This is basic football. The ball does the work. One touch, two touch, go and find another space. Pass and move. That's what genius is. Simplicity. And City do it to the highest level. And United fans can see that. You know, We can all see it very easily. It's very easy on the eye. And it's not hard when you actually break it down and think about it. Pass it to another person who's wearing the same colour shirt as yourself and go and find another space. You're quite, and, and, and do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're quite, you're quite right, Pundit. And then obviously the magic on top. I don't know if you've seen it. Phil Foden flipped the ball over the, the um, what's it, Lindelof's head for the second goal. It was magical. I don't know where Lindelof yeah. was going. He, he was gasping for air, you know? I wanted Foden to bag that. that I'll tell you what, you guys might have had to take the day off if that had gone in straight from Foden's foot. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, hey, listen, it was it was class, I can't lie, but you know what? That's what Foden's good at. All Foden needs, listen carefully, is space and a football. That's it. doesn't matter where the space is, you know, and I keep telling guys this, a football pitch is just a patch of space. If you can handle the ball, 
Yeah, if you can handle the ball, that means you can handle the ball in any space. And Foden's good at that. And he doesn't just stick up front. Do you know what? It just reminded me, I'd almost forgot, and I don't even know why I'm bringing it up, but when, yeah. when he buys Wambasaka off the ball, as well, <laughs> I was like, this guy, oh, man, I was like, fantastic. what is this? Oh, like, yo. I can I can stomach hey. just about getting you know going past him and thinking of other players and that, but when you're getting bullied off him like that as well, Wambasaka just got shrugged off. I was hey, like, Marty, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with you. Marty, when I seen that, I what? when I seen that, I wanted to jump in the telly and get folded in a headlock. And listen, oh, the way it looked like, yo, it looked like he was hey, look, boy. When I seen that shoulder bumped, I thought, what kind of mosh fix this? I seen Wambasaka go flying, bro. You get me? And I'm watching it. Oh. I'm thinking now, Wambasaka, you're supposed to be the guy. That shrugs man off the ball. I know. That's what you're that's, good at. That's the one thing you can rely on him for, like, is to get... That's like, what you're good at, bro. Folder's not even supposed to... Bro, Folder's not even supposed to be good at that, but he is good at that. Do you get me? It is what it is. But listen, I've got another opinion here um, from a United fan. Do you know what I mean? So uh, let's see what Watson's got to say. Yes, Pundit J. Boy, about the game. Terrible, mate. First half, we give fight, but second half... Boy, it's like yo, it's like a training ground for City. They were passing the ball everywhere. United players were just jogging. They weren't running for the ball. It was terrible. I don't even, well, I don't even know what to say about it. It was terrible. They just, just outplayers. Maguire, I just, well, I don't know about that guy. I just don't rate him at all. Even that second De Bruyne goal, his fault. He should have cleared it. Then after that, City just ran right. Sancho's goal was good. He's the only bright spark from United who played well. But City, yeah, they just dominated the game. I'd have to give it to Pep. Just destroyed us. They couldn't... 4-1. Boy, it could have been more. We were lucky. But, yeah, man, they just played terrible, bro. This way, not... Boy, you know what to say, yo? I'm just disappointed. Just how easy we just made the second half look for them. Absolutely shocking. But boy, uh, yo man, there's lots of words. Yeah, so what? Uh, uh, Watson, you know what I mean? You can tell. Go on. Big small man needs to go and check on Watson. Make sure he's all right. You know what? I, think you should, <laughs> hey, I feel that. I feel Watson's paid. Do you remember when? Do you remember when Gary Neville was commentating on Arsenal and I think it was Arsenal against City in the League Cup final. And he was saying yeah. that. He was showing pictures of the Arsenal fans, little kids looking gutted. And he was like, look yeah. at what you've done, you Arsenal players. Yeah. Look at it. Yeah. I think you need to send the audio of Watson to the club and say, listen, listen to what you've done <laughs> to these United yeah. fans. Because it's horrible, isn't it? Because, you know, the yeah. fans like Watson and all that, obviously, you know, ourselves, we care, we're gutted. And you feel it. And I think like some of these players, they look like they didn't feel anything towards that second half. And that second half, they look like they weren't bothered, some of them, which is just unforgivable. He made a good yeah. point, though. He made a great point. That step over from Harry Maguire for that... For, for the second oh, goal. Oh, <laughs> what was Hey, listen, man. I, I, you, know, you know, like, I try to be positive. I try to, like, stick up for players and, you know what, I, you know, appreciate what the, the, the positive side of things. But when I look at some of these goals we can see, when I look at some of the, 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 the decisions that were made, by experienced, expensive players. I can't defend it. I can't even explain it. I can't even... Mm. I, you know, if I seen some of these things at five-a-side, I'd be shouting at the person that did it. Seriously. Yeah. I'd be like, what are you doing? What, what's going through your head to do that? Not that's a, a professional footballer playing for Manchester United and they're doing these silly things against Manchester City at the Etihad. And it was constant. Mm. It wasn't just one-off. It was like, everyone took turns to give the ball away. Everyone took turns to do something stupid. Just like, yeah. oh, let's see, yeah, let's let's see, have a free kick here. Let's let's see, have a bit more of the ball. Let's let's see, have a shot from there. Honestly, you know when Mares gets his goal, there was a there was almost a carbon copy of that which, move. Which one is that? The third or the fourth? Can't remember. Uh, do you know what? It pains <laughs> me to see. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I can't even remember. That's how bad it is. I, I think it was the one from the, the the edge of the box, right? The one that the, the one not the not the one with the VAR, the other one, the third. Okay, right? yeah, yeah. From the Beautiful corner. Beautiful goal. That fantastic. It was, on, it was, on, it, yeah, it was one of them, one of, you know what I mean? I put it down to poor defending. Anyway, right? <laughs> we, you had a corner five minutes before that, right? Almost carbon copy. I think he's more central and he has a shot. I think it was Mara's anyway, right? Five minutes later, you get another corner. Same sort of move again. Mara's completely on his own and he scores. And it's just stupidity that, you know, you've had a warning. 
Like, look what they're doing. They're leaving someone on the edge of the box. Make sure you pick them up. No one did. And then you score from it. And I just think, you don't deserve that. David De Gea, right? David De Gea gives the ball away, right? Just from a poor kick. You then get a free kick. It ends up with Fred taking someone out on the edge of the box. You get a free kick from a poor David De Gea clearance. Five minutes later, he does the exact same thing and you score from it. We just didn't learn. We just kept making the same mistakes. And you can't do that against this City team. Pains me to say it, but you can't. And that's the pathetic thing about it. It wasn't just City outplayed us and City did this and City did that, which he did. It was also we made mistakes and we didn't learn from them throughout that game. Yeah, well, that's the well, that's the thing with this United team at the present moment in time. It, they don't seem to learn from the mistakes. Look at look at Leeds away giving two goals away in the space of how many seconds and that. Do you know what I mean? Right. What kind what kind of nonsense is that? Do you know what I'm saying? And obviously, City know what they're doing because it's been drilled into them for five years underneath Pep. Do you know what I mean? Like one player goes out, another player comes in, and it's still all in sync, isn't it? And that's and, and when you look at the top teams and the best teams, they're all in sync. They've got some sort of continuity, whether it's through players and whether, whether it's through the system, the tactics, or the style of playing. And and, and right about now, like you could, I could understand like Roy Keane and them man. Do you know what I mean? Frust, frustration because he comes from a school where you're looking at things where there was consistency. And when you look at Man United now, it's just not there. Do you know what I mean? So, you know what? It, it's one of them ones. It's, bit, it's a tough derby day for Manchester United because the 2-0 at Old Trafford was bad enough. But this one to be 4-1, it makes it sound even worse. Do you get where I'm coming from? And, do you know what though, like, on the... Yeah. Bro, the old lead started on about the 75th that's, minute. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, look, people have always gone about the 6-1, yeah? And I understand that, obviously. But in the 6-1... You can look at it and you can go, okay, United were giving it a go. We went down to 10 men. We had a mad five minutes at the end as well where we conceded a load of goals. So there's like there's a little bit of a game for, for a spell of that. But you look today and you go, nothing. For that entire second half, absolutely nothing. Not one shot. Not even looking like having a shot. I think the only time yeah. we got a corner was when, I can't remember it was, someone nicked it off a langer and, and sent it over. It was just completely toothless. And then you bring it on substitutions and just more of the same. It was absolutely pathetic. And what I want to see from, uh, from my team in the derby is at least trying, at least, you know what I mean, putting in a tackle, getting hold of the ball, try to take someone on, try to create something. There was just nothing throughout 45 minutes of football. And then Mike's just said there, you've got Ole starting, you've got people just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you've got I the mean, full-backs to play the king. Like, you've got Cancelo trying scissor kicks and all that in our box. <laughs> you've got all sorts going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's better be a game of football. It's like a, a, another training exercise for Manchester City. Honestly. Nah, nah, for real, do you know what I mean? And as, obviously... as, as United, I know obviously, as United fans, it's hard to take like that. I, I, I truly, truly get that. But as football fans, you must have enjoyed that second half as Behave much as yourself. I did. As a, as much, as you, that's <laughs> nice. You must have enjoyed that second half as much as you Yeah, did. he's taking liberties now. He's taking liberties now, but he's going too far with it. Yeah, do you know what, Mike? As, 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 as Rian Mahrez scored that fourth, I went, I tell you what, I stood up and applauded. I went, I tell you what, that is that is champagne football. Hey, Mike, I feel, I feel you're a monk. I feel to watch it. Hey, Mike, you're a monk. You know none of that standing up in the bed about clapping for Ronaldinho is going on in Manchester, bro. No. You know that's not going on. Do you get me? Man, them are vexed, fam. You get me? But listen... We've got another um, Manchester City opinion. Obviously, City fans are buzzing with what's going on. Do you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, this is from David Mooney. Hi, guys. David Mooney here from the Blue Moon podcast. Uh, just giving you some post-match thoughts after uh, City's derby win. Um, first things first, I thought uh, by the end of the game, I thought City were clear and comfortable winners. Um, I didn't think the, the scoreline flattered them at all. What I would say is I thought the first half was a lot more even than uh, maybe the, the scoreline for that suggested. Um I obviously going one 0 up really early is you know there's not been much time for any any team to get a handle on the game. But by the time it got to two one, um, I did think City were maybe going to struggle a little bit to create a few things. United were pressing quite high. There was um, there was a few of those those spells where City were passing it and passing it and passing it at the back. Um, but United were, were, were okay, admittedly not getting that close to them. But they weren't letting them break through and they weren't letting City get into the midfield. 
by the time it went to 2-1, City really took control of it. And, and that, that kind of second De Bruyne goal probably was, was the catalyst for City getting a bit higher up the pitch and uh, and uh, really really taking the game to United. Then the second half comes along, and uh, I don't know what Guardiola said to them at half-time, but it, it was a cat with a mouse at times. The the, the way that uh, that City were moving the ball around, United just couldn't live with them. And then I thought uh, Rangnick's decision to open the pitch up uh, just just by um, with his substitutions in the second second half uh, really played into City's hands I don't again I don't think United were, were looking that threatening at the time I understand he's got to do something to to try and um, to try and get something out of the game I, but he, he it was almost like he handed the initiative to City and as soon as that that double change was made City had so much more of the ball higher up they found it so much easier to break through into into that space in front of United's back four um, and but for De Gea it, it, it could have been a, a much bigger scoreline than it was in the end um, ultimately delighted with the with, with the with the points. Um, I, I guess you guys may be fairly. I wouldn't say fairly happy, but not that unhappy that uh, if it's a choice between City or Liverpool to win the league, I accept it's probably not an easy choice. But it's uh, it's probably City that you're backing. Maybe I'm maybe I'm misjudging that. Um, and obviously the the points help City keep the pressure on at, at the top of the table. Um, where where United go from here, I'm not sure. It's uh, it, it wasn't exactly a day to uh, to take a lot from the game. I must be honest. And you know what, David makes a great point. Where do United go from here in it? Because we know where City are going, and that's just challenging for titles and challenging for Champions Leagues, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And when you look at the Derby Day, the Derby Day kind of like highlights the difference between between the two teams, isn't it? And and obviously there is a bit of a chasm there. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's it's obvious and plain to see. Do you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you two think about what David said there. I'm, I'm holding on to what he said about the Scousers not winning the league. That's my only solace in this misery. That I prefer yeah. to win it just about than, than them, but that's not enough to, to make me feel much better. In it. following on from this, you know, you look at it and you look at, you know, Mike's has said it previously on these podcasts. City, if you know, he, he says like if Pep leaves, obviously you're gonna feel it, but the new manager will come in and they'll, they'll still have success. Mancini had success. Pellegrini had success. Guardiola had success. The next mm. manager had success. You, you can predict that. You can see it. At Manchester United, it's the opposite. Moyes failed. Van Gaal ultimately failed and all won the FA Cup. Mourinho ultimately failed. Oli failed. And do, do I see that changing under Ten Hag or Pochettino or anyone? Not in a minute. I don't. And it, like, you know, like Dave said at the end of that, where do United go from here? Like you just said. And the answer is, I don't know. I don't know because I don't mm. see any, any optimism in a minute. There's nothing where I can go I'll tell you what, if we just get this or that happens, we'll be all right. Because we've just had this vicious circle for the last nine years of mediocrity. Yeah, yeah. And the tables have turned in Manchester hard, man, because, boy, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it was a, long, a while back, it was, none of this was going on. Do you know what I mean? It was the other way around. And obviously, City have done what they've needed to do. And United haven't done, I haven't, basically. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's why when you look, and then when you focus on the pitch and you see what's out there and you look at it, you, like even an alien could come down off, off from, from from wherever. Look at that and ask what's going on with the, with that team in red. It's, it's so obvious. Do you know what I'm saying? And it is it, it is what it is. And right about now, United is supposed to be a team that's challenging for trophies. City were called the noisy neighbours, but right about now, listen, they own the street in it. And Manchester, as much as much as United fans, we don't like to say we don't like to hear it, but it is Manchester at the moment. Is blue. That's just the truth. As much as people don't want to hear it, it is, it is the truth. And sometimes we've got to st- take a step back and we've got to face the truth head on in it. And that's Manchester United's challenge right right about now, to face it and what they're going to do about it. Because when Fergie was faced with challenges, he rose to the minute and he dealt with him. Do you know what I mean? On most occasions, this era, I don't know what's going on in this era. Do you know what I mean? So it is what it is. But Mike, let me ask you something. For the City team, obviously, you're in the title race with Liverpool, yeah? Is there anywhere where you feel like you need to improve? Um, so you asked me earlier on just before about um, was there anything I wasn't happy with in that game, mm. and I think I think um, Dave kind of alluded to a little bit. There was a few mm. times because Pogba played in a in a different role today, um, mm. and him and Bruno were picking up the ball in those pockets, and it happened against Spurs as well. And I think sometimes once teams get on them, get in those pockets, pop it off, and then basically get the the, 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 the people running running beyond that causes yeah, problems. Um, so yeah, that's that's the only thing really. Um, I'm gonna do yeah. that. Yeah, one sec. I'm gonna do that a bit again because I can hear you press play by accident. Pundit. 
Yeah, yeah. Did you hear it? Yeah, I thought I heard Joe Smith then in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go on, bro. So, what was your question again? Yeah. So, yeah. So, obviously, obviously, we know what City are doing, and that, and obviously, you're in a title race with Liverpool and everything like that. Yeah. But is there anything that you look at in this team and you think, do you know what? If we're not careful, that's going to trip us up, and are going to allow the scouts to win the league. Is, is there anything that you feel like City need need to improve on? Yeah, just it's just in certain games it happened against Spurs and it happened a little bit today. Is when mm. you see me try getting at those pockets just in between um behind just behind Rodri, but just in front of um of of the back four, it does mm. cause problems and especially when they've got um, runners going beyond and that it causes problems. It's a similar kind of way to where the Sancho goal came from. To be fair, um, Pogba yeah. got a little bit of a pocket there and then got the switch out and it it, it was Sancho found himself in a bit of space. But because of how we play, that is going to happen. But as soon as we get a grip and wrestle that ball back, it's difficult for teams to live with us. Um, so individually, no, there's nothing that I think I think we're all right going into these last 10 games, 11 games or whatever it is. But again, it's just again it's just making sure the focus is there. And what I was impressed with today is guys were grafted. I think you sprung out once and I seen Foden from the false nine position running into left back. To make a tackle, and I just thought, yeah, we want yeah. this. We want this today. Yeah, and that, and you know what, and that and that comes from the manager. You know what I mean? Implementing that into the players for them to do that. Klopp's Liverpool do exactly the same thing, and that's what top managers doing it. They get the teams working hard and getting the teams buying and buying into them. And like when you look at the other side, you look at United. You're not too sure who who they're buying into. They're buying into themselves. These these players. Do you get me? And that's a problem. It's a big big problem. Do you know what I mean? But listen, we've got another opinion from a United fan. Um, Joe Smith. So let's see what he he he, he had to say on, on the derby as well. So check this out. An awful result against Manchester City after what seemed like a, a very promising first half. United went in the break uh, two one down, but it felt like we were in the game compared to the last game at Old Trafford. It felt like we had a chance. You looked at that team and it looked like a team that could create chances against Manchester City. And I don't know what happened at half time, but the fact that they came out. Barely put a shift in, barely put a foot in, barely tackled Manchester City, allowed them to do what they want. I think the only word I can use is pathetic, really. Awful performance from Man United, and we have to move on from this. And that's a key thing that Joel said there. Pathetic. Not everyone can see that United gave up. And we spoke about it throughout this whole thing, innit? And it's not good enough, bro. Do you know what I mean? It's not good enough for Manchester United football club. What did you make of what um, Joel said there, um, Moy? Me and Joe know each other work on the channel together, so I was on a watch along with him. And yeah, you know, I completely agree with him. Pathetic is the word. Listen, I can admit, you know, player for player, City have got a better team than us. They're at the top of the league for a reason. But what I want to see is is the same amount of effort and energy from my players as City. And that's what we didn't see. With City, you've seen better players also trying harder. It was like in the second half, we just went, let them have the ball, let them do what they want. No player took responsibility. Anytime any United players got the ball, we just hoofed it. Quick, get rid of it. That's why we had no possession. It was just an absolutely pathetic, abject performance. And the minimum, and I'm not a passion merchant, you know I'm not, I want to see quality, but the minimum I expect from a players in a Manchester <laughs> derby is effort. And we didn't even see that. We just saw a dereliction of duty. If that was like any other job, you'd, get, you'd be called in for a, a, a disciplinary. Do you know what I mean? You'd be like, <laughs> not your job. You, you know what yeah. I mean? It's a written warning. And these players, yeah. you know, do you know what? Don't you think he's tried your hardest, though? Like, no, no. Yeah, come on, Mike. Come on. I get the quality. Good. I get there's a golfing quality, right? But you cannot tell me that we tried our hardest. We did not try at all. Come on, bro. There was times. I know you're having a little bit of a, a laugh there, but there was times when I looked at the players and it's like no one wanted the ball. No one was showing for the ball. Little things like you're standing behind a city player with your arms out as though you're asking for the ball when you're obviously not because you, you've got a city player in the middle of you. Move to the side and actually try and get the ball. Do you know what I mean? There was none of that. It was literally, let's get this 45 minutes out of the way. Let's just get it out of the way as quickly as we can and, and go home. And we've already seen now as we're recording, you know, the, the, the social media posts from some of the players start and all that other drivel about apologies and, and nonsense. But yeah, it was... Yeah, it was on that, yeah all of played. that. Yeah, all of that on Derby Day, that doesn't wash apologies no. and all that. Do you know what I mean? That's just PR stuff going on. Do you know what I mean? Like It's not going to wash with the fans, in it? Because the fans are not stupid. Football fans are not stupid these days, do you know what I mean? They know what's going on and they can see it with their own eyes, innit? Do you know what I mean? And right about now in Manchester, they can see that City have got their ship sorted and Manchester United haven't, innit? And it's a big, big 
problem because this isn't a case of oh yeah, City are just going to be here for two, three years and then they're going to just sail off into the sunset and, and and forget about winning titles. No, they've got owners, they've got executives, they've got coaches, and they've got people in place that want to do something can leave a legacy around here. And whenever when a club is in that, because I remember United in the nineties were in that mode. We're leaving legacies. We don't we don't care what's going on elsewhere. We're leave we're leaving our mark on this footballing institution of called the Premier League in England. And right about now, Man- Manchester City are trying to do that in it, and 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 it's gonna be a, it's gonna take a lot for Manchester United to stop it in it because everybody listening to this can see because everybody watched the match, everybody can see everything on show. It's not hard to decipher. You know, do you know who what else I mean? Can see it as well, pundit. Who else can Go see on. that? You can see that game, can see that performance, can see that result as well. Is is Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool? Because we've got to go to Anfield soon, and they'll be yeah, watching that going. <laughs> tell you what. We could do him another five nil here. We can have another well, score. <laughs> well, honestly, well, I tell you what, I've watched United in the last two big games that they've played, City and Atletico Madrid, and I've been disgusted, bro. I shouldn't be disgusted by <laughs> yeah, that. No, no. Do you get me? I shouldn't be disgusted. I don't want to be disgusted when I'm backing my cashew nuts tuned into the match. I don't want to be disgusted. I want to have. A, I, want, I want to watch a match and, and and enjoy it and that. Do you know what I mean? And it's difficult right about now. We're in a difficult spot, and do you know what? I don't even blame City fans for laughing. Do you know what I mean? Because no. City fans are laughing. The Reds off doing heaven. Do you know what I mean? Right about now. And listen, I've got another City fan here as well called Ryan. Let's hear his thoughts on the derby. It's genuinely like the perfect win. All right, the goal was a bit shaky. When it was 1-0, I was a little bit worried. And I also thought at the start, I was like, Sterling or Grealish. Sterling does bag him, but not against United. So I kind of could see why he went with Grealish, who's been a bit naff, if I'm honest. Um, personally, since the start of the season, he's had a few good games. Before he was already against Arsenal and Norwich, but that was just showing what he could do from that left hand side. He absolutely tore Aaron Wan-Bissaka a new one. Um, and De Bruyne, De Bruyne shows why he's the best player in the league um, for me consistently. Um, Salah has a few good months, but people right off De Bruyne, he comes back better than than we we thought he could be before. Really, I think he just controlled that first half. And then did his job, and then he could come off at the 60th minute. It was as easy as that. <laughs> that's what it was. It was easy. It was easy as that. Do you know what I mean? And he done his job, and 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 that was the end of it. And United could couldn't really cope with it. Do you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't, I don't know, boy. I, I, listen, as United fans, we're down today, innit? Yo, it's a bad day, man. It is a bad day. I don't even want to bump into any City fans. You get me? Because you know what? They're going to be on street away. Do you know what I mean? The way, the way. The, there ain't no messing about about going straight for the jugglers. Because all them years, you know, all these years, United fans, we've gone at City fans, you know. Do you know what I mean? And they're not having it no more. The banner and everything gets brought up. You get me? <laughs> Man, I've got the heads in palms and everything. And I'm sweating yeah. to bump into a City fan, you know. Sweating you know the arms out, yo. Trust me. Go on, boy. Just listen to, um, just, just to, to Ryan's points there. When you sit back and, and actually listen to what you said, we handed it to you, and he absolute padages into in the, in the derby, really. And, 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 and he, he's quite right in that respect. It's been good this week, you know. Uh, <laughs> really, really, yes. I'm just, you know, you, forget, you, you sometimes forget, you know, what a derby win can do to set your week off to a great start. And hey, I Mike. I know, I know folk will be tuning on on Monday. Uh, so, to every City fan there, enjoy the rest of your week and uh, make sure you let everyone know. <laughs> yeah. Mike, though, a couple of weeks ago, Few months back, you were talking about the Bruno. I noticed Ryan, Ryan mentioned there about the Bruno and the way he won that game. There, a few months back, you were saying you were unsure whether City played any slick football with the Bruno about what's going on. Today, the Bruno was fantastic. No complaints whatsoever. <laughs> whatsoever. Um, you know, took the goals, arrived in the right place. That first goal was pretty good. He, I seen his interview after the game. And he said that first goal was easy. I thought that was a good finish. Me. Coming on to it, you get me, it got cut back and he's he's nutmegged Harry Maguire and it's gone straight past um, um, the gear into that bottom corner and then obviously the second one, the composure in the box there to stop and finish. Yeah, quality. Mm. No complaints. He was doing some other good bits. He was doing some driving runs as well today, which which impressed me. He played well today. Um, man of the match, clear. But to be fair, there was a few man of the match out there for me and we just, we bossed it in that midfield um, completely start to end and it was... Yeah, I think I think someone said uh, men against boys. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's what he likes. Ah, check this you know, guy, no, it's, it's horrible, isn't it, pundit? When you can't even. Yo. He's, he's he's bragging, right? I can't even really argue with him. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I, it's I mean, horrible. I've got, I've got nothing. This is what this club has done to me. I haven't even got yeah. anything. Do you know what I mean? I'm just Bro. gonna go home. I'm gonna go watch yeah, what you, I mean. We still we could still meet in the FA Cup. Listen, listen. <laughs> right. Sorry, lads. I forgot. Hey. I could I We'll meet we'll meet in the Champions League in the finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like pigs on uh, fire. Ah, now. He's had a laugh. <laughs> now nah, listen, man. I'll tell you something, yeah, right? I was watching the end of that match and I seen the City fans giving a Poznan live on my TV, you know, I thought, now, nah, where's the TV guy? I need to find songs of praise, mate. I need, I need to start getting some goodness, mate, because this thing here, it, 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 I, I can't watch this anymore, bro. You get me? Derby Day's one of them days, but people, right, like, we know what it is, innit? Like, Derby Day, special day, innit? Do you know what I mean? And the city's all involved in everything and the red half and blue half, do you know what I mean? Yeah, we have our banter and yeah, we fight amongst each other and all that, but listen, man, we both, both sides of the city love their team, innit? And it is what it is. Do you know what I'm saying? But, um, and three points in the gaff. We're always there, man, every week. Do you know what I mean? To break this thing down. Do you know what I'm saying? Now, listen, big up all the people that have given, sent in their opinions as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that, you know what I mean? Because everyone's got an opinion on the derby. Do you know what I mean? And in this gaff, yeah, we like we like to share them, innit? Do you know what I mean? But listen, like, another week's passed, innit? And the season's running down. City and Liverpool seem like they're in a big title race. It looks like it might go to the wire, and obviously... Liverpool go come to the Etihad fairly soon. United, they're in a battle with Arsenal, but it ain't for titles anymore. It's for fourth place. You get me? <laughs> That's where United are at. So listen, you know where to find this podcast? Um, Spotify, Google, um, online. Do what you need to do. Search up three points in the gaff. Tell your friend and big up everyone that's tuning in. But as we said before, another derby's gone. Another City win. And the truth round here is... Olé! Manchester's blue people you get me so hey let the tunes and rhythms flow the blues are dancing you get me driving the jiggle and wine do you know what I mean skank and shake call it what you want the shaking and moving them hips and legs all around you know what I mean three points in the bag three points in the gut until next week people enjoy yourselves yeah we're gone Sports Social Podcast Network it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.